It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Play ball! I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Reds Podcast on a Friday. Great to be with you. We will preview the Reds weekend series. We will discuss... Homer Bailey and the move the Reds made today on today's podcast on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Reds. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And wherever you get your podcast, Jacob Rue, Jeffrey Carr just wrote recently at LockedOnReds.com where every single podcast is up as well. And here's the thing. I, I don't like that. And this is just throughout sports. Like I, I follow the NFL very closely. I follow the NBA very closely. I try to follow Major League Baseball as close as I can, even though the seasons are really long. And it's always been third for me on that list. Uh, obviously, I follow the Reds. But as far as Major League Baseball as a whole. And what I've seen, and, and this really could be businesses too. This doesn't necessarily have to be sports. The organizations, the companies, the businesses that aren't afraid to be ahead of things that aren't afraid to take risks and and be ahead of the curve observe something realize it and make a change before they have to react to a bunch of struggles or react to something that they should have seen coming those are the businesses that thrive those are the companies that thrive those those are the teams that thrive i'll give you an example uh, in the NFL yesterday, the Atlanta Falcons brought back their offensive coordinator after he struggled last year. Not many offensive coordinators should struggle with Matt Ryan, a franchise quarterback, former MVP, with Julio Jones, one of the top three or four wide receivers on the planet, and a bunch of other complimentary weapons, including two good running backs and a solid offensive line. Like That, that just shouldn't happen, right? Uh, the, the Bengals last year, and I, I promise this ties to the Reds. The Bengals last season, they brought back Ken Zampezi, despite having a 16-game sample size of him not being a legitimate offensive coordinator, not being a good offensive coordinator. In fact, Marvin Lewis didn't even really want him to be the offensive coordinator, and yet they brought him back for the next season. And what did that do? That cost them. It cost them, cost them, cost them. They didn't score a touchdown until week three. None in the preseason, none in the first two weeks of the regular season. Why does this tie to the Reds? Well, because the Reds have done the same things that some of these organizations have done, and it it costs them. And you don't see it, and you might not see it in the moment, but good businesses, good companies, well-run sports organizations, they would see it. Who in the hell? like, Like, look back. Why in the world would you have brought Homer Bailey back? Like, this year, when he was down on the disabled list and pitching through AAA and and, and doing his minor league stuff, why in the world would he have ever come back as a starter? Why would that have happened? I don't understand it. I won't understand it. He's been dreadful. And yes, has there been times where he's been okay? The other night, he wasn't awful. But it doesn't matter. And so today when Jim Riggleman announced, at, and this is according to Mark Sheldon, MLB.com, uh, Jim Riggleman announced at a season ticket holder luncheon that Tyler Malley will replace Homer Bailey in the rotation. Really? That should have already happened. It should have been 
been completed. That should have been something that happened. There shouldn't have been a game this year that Homer Bailey was getting in the way of Tyler Malley of pitching. That's just it. This is so late. This is reacting to the past, what, five games where Homer Bailey's been bad? The Reds are 1-19 in and Homer Bailey starts. The last thing I would want to do as a business, as a company, is react when it's too late. It's too late now. Homer Bailey's with you the whole year, the whole season, and and it's too late. What are you going to do, move him to the bullpen? Like, that's the plan now is to move him to the bullpen. And I haven't seen that, but let's just wonder about that. Is that what the plan is? He's been dreadful. His ERA is 608. He's he's lost 11 straight games. And how about this? Only uh there's been one other time in Major League Baseball history when a team went 1 and 19 in the pitcher's first 20 starts of a season, and that goes back to 1899. It was Frank Spikes of the Cleveland Spiders. This team is just figuring out that Homer Bailey shouldn't be in the rotation, it is September 7th. The season's over. Half of you probably aren't even watching the Reds right now, and I don't blame you, but that's the reality. That That's the world we live in right now. And they got shelled yesterday, and Luis Castillo, I, I was working, I was on rain delay duty, and it, it was it rained up until game time at Great American Ballpark, and I was, I was certain it was going to rain again. It didn't. But Luis Castillo struggles. But I don't want to come on here and talk about that because at least Luis Castillo should be getting that start. At least these guys should be starting. Like The idea that this team, this organization, wouldn't be putting out Sal Romano. I didn't like that they moved him to the bullpen instead of Homer Bailey. Uh, Tyler Malley gets sent down. I didn't like that, even though he had struggled. Let him go through the growing pains. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense. Homer Bailey shouldn't have been up here. This is such a late reaction. Good companies, good businesses, good sports franchises, they don't react late to things. They don't react late. Let's think of the Patriots. One of the best wide receivers in Bengals history, Chad Johnson, goes to the Patriots. They didn't force feed him the ball. He didn't get the playbook. So he had 20 catches in his ear with the Patriots. Didn't get the playbook. They weren't going to force it to him. Nope, that's it. Had one touchdown. Awful numbers for Chad. Why? Because they weren't going to react to his struggles. They were going to make him prove it in practice that he was good. They were going to make him earn it. What has Homer Bailey earned? What did he earn in the minors when he was on the disabled list? What did he earn to get back in the rotation? What did he do? Nothing. He never should have been back up here. Never, ever, ever. Now, the Reds, they're going to owe Homer Bailey $28 million after this year. That's fine, because that money is a sunk cost. That money is gone. Give it to him and get him out of here, and please stop reacting way too late. Think about it. They did this with Jesse Winker. The Reds did this with Winker, where they went back and forth and ultimately ended up with the right decision, but it was like 72 hours of, eh, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Matt Harvey. They didn't trade him. But even if they did, don't you think they traded him a little too late? Like the waivers thing with Milwaukee? I bet you they got their best offer before the trade deadline. I really do. I bet their best offer for Matt Harvey was before the trade deadline, July 31st. You can't be late in this game. 
You got to move. And you can't have an owner getting in the way. Hey, Bob, I get it. It's $28 million. You signed that contract years ago. It hasn't worked out. Pay the man and tell Homer to hit the road. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Up next, we will preview a weekend of baseball. That's next on the Locked on Reds podcast. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked on Reds podcast. A quick reminder, if, if you want to bet on any type of game, whether it's Major League Baseball, NFL just starting up, college football, NBA, there's one spot to do it. My bookie. Where you're betting is uh, just as important as who you're betting on, and my bookie is awesome. I've used it. You can use it. And right now, they're going to match your first deposit dollar for dollar with promo code Locked On. Again, that is my bookie. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. And uh, let's preview a, a weekend of baseball at Great American Ballpark. It's tonight, 640, one of the bright spots for the Reds this year. I really enjoy watching Anthony DiScafani pitch. He's 7-4 and four with a 4.37 earned run average. Disco certainly has performed well. He really has. He's pitched 90 and two-thirds innings this season, 79 strikeouts, 23 walks, and it's been impressive. I want him to close out strong. I want him to be a part of the long-term solution. I think he can be. I think he's proved it uh, so far. I want that to continue tonight. He's going up against Brett Kennedy of the San Diego Padres. Kennedy comes in, pitched 25 innings this season with a 1-2 record, a 5.76 earn run average, 16 strikeouts, and 8 walks. In his last start, uh, it was way back. His last start was uh, August 19th. Um, let me make sure that's the case here. I'll, I'll confirm that here real quick. Yeah, his, uh, I excuse me, that, that was not the case. His last start was uh, August 31st. There we go. Now my notes are right. Uh, in a seven to nothing win against Colorado, he pitched six innings, allowed four hits, no earned runs, two walks, and two strikeouts. Overall, he's pitched relatively well. Uh, his last three outings, he's given up five total runs in sixteen innings overall. So that that's pretty good. Uh, he took losses in two out of his last three starts, even though he's pitched well. So Brett Kennedy is a guy who, at least based on his last three outings. Could pitch pretty well tonight at Great American Ballpark. Then tomorrow, it's a 410 start where Matt Harvey on the mound, which get that, Matt Harvey still starting for the Reds. Comes in with a six and eight record, a four point nine five earned run average. That's a four ten first pitch going up against Robbie Erlin, who comes in, pitched ninety and two thirds innings, exactly like Anthony DiScofani. A three and five record, a three point eight seven earned run average with seventy five strikeouts and ten walks. And then Sunday which will be the uh, final game of this four-game series against the Padres. Uh, it's going to be, excuse me why my computer loads, uh, Cody Reed going up, uh, looking for his first win of this year. 0-2 on the year, a 4.81 earned run average. Uh, one ten first pitch at Great American Ball Ballpark going up against Jacob Nix, who comes in, pitched 26 innings this season, a 2-3 and record, a 4.85 earned run average. So, uh a young guy that Cody Reed's going up against will have a chance to get his first win of the season on Sunday. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast, and it's really discouraging, especially after last night's loss. The Reds have lost four in a row now. They're 59-82 and 82 on the year, and they have 21 games left. Are they going to go 9-12? and 12? Because that gets them to the 68 wins they got last season. I just, I don't know. Their final record might be worse than it was a year ago. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. We'll be back at it Monday. Heck, we might try to do it Sunday. It's an early first pitch. Might be able to 
recap the game, uh, the weekend's action on Sunday as well. Thank you so much for listening today. Quick reminder, my bookie, use promo code locked on. They'll match your first deposit dollar for dollar. Have a great weekend. Enjoy some Reds baseball. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 